We are I. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday after the Father's Day long weekend, and oh man, was I spoiled, and was that ever special, and oh, am I just ever thankful to be a dad. This probably was single-handedly one of the best gifts that I've ever received in my entire life, is having three beautiful daughters that just uh, shower me with love and attention all the time, and what an honor, what a privilege. And this is what makes me think about what I want to talk about today. I'm going to tie this into Canada as well. Are we, are we at a precipice of change? Are we at a at an apex moment where we've gone too far? We've let things get too far, too wild, and too out of control that the pendulum is going to swing back the other way and is going to swing back really hard. And you know, like this is a subject that's been talked about for, you know, I would say the last year really heavily that it's gone so far down the left leaning side that. And the pendulum has got so far over to the left and it, and the grandfather clock, it's tilting, you know, it's tilting and the little support leg is kicked out to the side is helping prop that grandfather clock up. And, you know, like that pendulum is just getting heavier and heavier and heavier, you know, and then the world comes in and starts leaning to the other way. And, you know, that when that grandfather clock starts leaning the other way, that it just doesn't stop at center. Then it rocks back to the other side and then it starts kicking up. And then the little support leg has to, you know, come down to be able to hold it up from falling over too far to the right. And then it swings back to the left and then to the right and then to the left and to the right and to the left and to the right and to the left and to the right until it settles. And the last, I would say, three years we've started leaning to the left so hard and the last year has been so bad that, you know, we have the... Prime Minister of Canada admiring a dictatorship in Canada, wanting to censor the internet, refusing to let Canadians travel inside of Canada, essentially creating one of the biggest open air prisons in the entire world outside of North Korea. You know, not allowing citizens to be able to travel outside of its own borders for no good reason. You know, we have a lot of these topics that are floated around on social media about, you know, gender identification and this and that and pronouns and this and that and how we should be treated and allowing people to be able to pee in litter boxes at offices because they identify as a cat. You know, but now what we see is we see that the conservatives in Canada have signed up more people than the liberals have in, I think it's like the last five, six, seven years back, I can't forget what it is. Now, Pierre did that himself, just though not all conservatives, Pierre did that himself in a few short months. Over 300,000 memberships uh, to date, and that is unheard of in Canadian politics, not by a small margin, but by about 350%. But the one thing that's crazy about this is that you had to pay $15 to be able to vote for Pierre, to be able to sign up. And the closest was Justin Trudeau at the very beginning when he first came in and Justin Trudeau mania, but it was free. 
It never cost a thing. How many of those 160,000 something Canadians that signed up under the Liberal Party to be able to vote for him would have done that if it would have cost $15? I bet you it would have been a fraction. But Pierre himself, not the all Conservative Party members, just Pierre himself, over 300,000 members. Who do you think is going to be? our next conservative uh, leadership. Who do you think is going to be the next uh, Canadian prime minister? It is going to be him. Unfortunately, we may have to wait till 2025, but this is where you start to see the pendulum starting swing back to the right. And this is where you hear and call upon people wanting to be able to get the Republicans back into party in the States too, because of what inflation has done by having a Democrat in office right now, and especially a Democrat who is senile, has dementia, and can't even ride a bike anymore, who should not be in a public-facing office at all. And we see There's a growing groundswell for people who want normality back in their life, people who want fiscal responsibility, people who want less government, people who want to be able to live free, live their lives, not be taxed to death, not have high inflation, not have an average home cost four, five, six hundred thousand dollars more than it should, not have gas that's over two dollars, not have gas that's over a dollar seventy-five liter, not have gas that's over a dollar fifty liter, something that represents some kind of normal, not to have warning labels on meat when you can spray pesticides and have trans fats in foods. Well maybe trans fats is a bad argument because you can't anymore, but you can spray chemicals all over food and you can wrap that food in plastic and have more chemicals leach into it as it sits on the shelf. You can make them highly addictive. You can cause diabetes. You can cause heart disease. And those don't have to have warning labels, but something healthy like red meat does. This is where Canada's got right now. This is where Canada's got when we don't even allow the oil sector, something that has propped up Canada economically for decades to start to dwindle down and to think that we are going to get off fossil fuels anytime soon is ridiculous and we can do this more responsibly than what we are doing right now. To think that Canada or any country in the world can support an all-electric car network simply because you have an ideal by 2030 that it should, it is unrealistic. These are the things that are crippling our country and these are the things that we need to change and these are the things that fiscal responsibility from Republican and conservative mentalities and leaders this is what they promote and this is what we need and this is why we need these people in office and this is why we need this mentality and this 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 leadership style in office because this is what we need as people we need as people to be able to lean on our own people in our own lives for responsibility and for fiscal responsibility for community responsibility for personal responsibility, not that the government is going to bestow responsibility upon us. The one thing that people I think forget these days, and especially big government forgets, is that our constitutions in Canada and the United States were not guidelines for people to follow. They were guidelines, or they are guidelines for the government to follow. But for some reason, and at some point along the line, that they thought that they were the ones who were issuing these. They, they wrote these rules, these doctrines. They did it. The people wrote these to keep the government in check. And the government has to follow these, not the other way around. And hoping and praying that this is what conservative and republic leadership brings back to Canada and the United States. And hopefully in our next elections, we can start to see a majority government and have majority control 
you know, from a Republican and a conservative perspective here in Canada and the United States, we can start to right this ship. We can start to get back on track. We can bring jobs back to these lands, these countries, by getting the government out of our way. We can start to live our lives by getting the government out of our way because we need to be free. When I look at my children on Father's Day and I see the future they could have versus the future that they might have, I will do everything I can to give them the future that they should have. And this is the responsibility and the duty as me as a father to be able to provide these three young girls with a life that they deserve. And a life that they deserve is in a land where they can be free, where they don't have to work two or three jobs to be able to buy gas for their car to be able to drive to work. That is ridiculous to me. Where the government can decide that they can lock you in your house on a beautiful summer day in the middle of summer and tell you that you're not allowed to go into the forest. These are not things that I want my children to have to live through again. This is not the kind of government that I want to be in power when my children live their lives. This is something that I instill in my children that they need to be able to watch out for and look out for because these are not things that they want for their children either. So you got to watch and look for the warning signs. And these are how and the reason why we need to be able to vote responsibly. And what I say to everybody now is you need to pay attention attention to politics because politics we've always known is a scumbag and sleazy game but we've realized in the last couple of years how scumbagish and sleazy-ish that government politics really is so this is something we need to keep a very close eye on as canadians and as citizens from all around the world because we've seen the massive abuses of power from government and our federal leadership and especially here in Canada and the one best thing is is you start to see it starting to crumble because that right side of the life that right side that right way of thinking it's coming and it's coming hard because we need a course correction we need to lean hard to the right so we can lean back to the left so we can lean back to the right so we can settle out or settle in the center where we should be where we can respect one another where we can have open conversation and debate and we can love and respect each other at the end of it because this is life and this is the this is the avenue of life that I want to live not hard right not hard left but just comfortably down the center because the easiest way to get from point A to point B is a straight line